There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. So a lot of us got inebriated uh, this weekend at Rachel's birthday shower sprinkle. I did not. Mm-mm. Well, yeah, the non-pregnant people got got. You sniffed a little bit. I, I saw am you tired. Sniffed. I'm tired of being the sober one. I can't wait to not. So, um, my opening question for this yes. week is: What is the craziest place you have gotten? Um, you've been under the influence in mm. Mm. Frank. Uh, I. Uh, one time I ate edibles and it was Christmas and I went to my ex's uh, mother's house and it's like a small apartment in the Heights and it kicked in like well, in front of everybody and I just like I freaked out <laughs> so that inner voice was kicking in like yeah. one you and then I went to the bathroom I saw my eyes and they were bloodshot red. Oh. Ay, 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 ay. Were, uh, were your clothes so long? <laughs> <laughs> Are you leaving important parts of the story out? I also have an edible story, actually. No. Yeah, this is a long time ago. I popped an edible and I went to, with my nieces. They were very young to see Cirque du Soleil. Oh my god! And it didn't, it didn't take effect. The whole first act, I was like, "Well, I just bought some bullshit." Second act, I thought I was in the show. I really thought I was like floating around on like tires in the center of the Barclays Center. I didn't know where I was. Uh, so two edibles. I thought this was gonna be an alcohol. Segment. But <laughs> Mike, uh, I think I vaped. Uh, I went to one of my siblings' graduation, and it was like in the summer. Well, it was like late, almost summer, but it was like 90 degrees. I'm out there, and you know how graduations seem like they're four or five hours. It was like the longest thing, and I'm sweating, and I'm afraid that my mom is gonna figure out that I was under the influence. So that was my thing. Damn. So. Mine was since you guys had edible stories. Uh, coming from <laughs> California. I uh, I ate two chocolate chip cookies. Ooh. Oh wow! Because because somebody some one of the idiots we were with was like, yo, I'll take it on the plane. I was like, no 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 no. And you ate it. Yeah, you don't know the dogs that pop out. You know. Two moment. Let me not let this go to waste. So I was like, no, whatever. These these don't do anything to me. And then I was right before the plane. The the airport started spinning. Then I started getting paranoid that the pilot was gonna know that I was like on some shit. 
And then when I got in, I was hitting everybody with my book bag because I couldn't find my seat. <laughs> and then finally, what, what brought me down was watching a uh, a New York Knicks game on the on the on the airport TV. Oh, that man. actually like killed my buzz. <laughs> so thank you, New York Knicks basketball. So you were really in the uh, something high club. The Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yo 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 Yes Yes baby A little old school hip hop And if you like L O L somebody say yo yo O L Well here we are Happy 30th episode Yeah Flirty 30 Sorry I messed around with your mic Rachel You really I don't want to hear you that loud in my ear. I hear you okay. all day. Um, this is our 30th episode. Man, we're growing up. We are. Oh, my 30th was the bomb. I was just reminiscing on my 30th. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. Hi, everyone. I'm Rachel La Loca. What's up? I'm Frank Nips. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a conspiracy. Uh, Jay Firms. Bless you. Thank you. Frank Nibs. Hey, Frank. Hey. How are you guys feeling? I'm feeling great. Uh, recovering from your party. Or great. your sprinkle, that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. You know, I did a focus group, and not that many people knew what a sprinkle was. Oh, I didn't know you were conducting research at my event. <laughs> I do have. Some, and you're like, no, it's a sprinkle. And I'm like, I've never heard of it. And then you have this way of like, you haven't where you've been. So I was like, all right. So I sent some text messages, and not that many people know about the sprinkle. Audience, do you have you guys heard of a baby sprinkle? Okay. It's not a baby shower. It's a baby bath. Yeah. It's a baby (laughs) shower. Like, how many ways can we can we call a baby shower a baby shower? I guess I was using it interchangeably because, like, it was a pretty big party. Well, you're all about branding and marketing, so it's like you did the baby, all these word plays and stuff. So. Thing is, okay, so with the first one, it was all about teddy bears. The whole shower was just teddy bears, and anywhere I saw a cute teddy bear, I was like, I need the teddy bear. <laughs> like, I used to buy everything with teddy bears on it. And now it was bees. I don't know, just one day I woke up, and I'm like, and I hate bees. Really? I run away from them. I never got stung by a bee, knock on wood, but, like, I hate them. Wait, but why did you hit your head when you said wood? Because I couldn't There's find other, any wood here. surfaces you can press on. There's no wood around here. There's an acrylic table and a cushion. What am I going to do? Um, and But everything that I saw that had a bee on it, good night. I just had to buy it. Bees. I'm wearing my a little bee necklace. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I bought a big poster of little Kim. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. The buffet has strictly honey, honey laced items. Yes, it was so, honey yeah. chicken. Honey was- chicken, honey bunches of oats. <laughs> I was about to give everybody little mini packs of Cheerios. Yeah, just because it has a cute little honey bee on it. You did give the, honey ch- the, the honey cha- chapstick, right? I gave honey chapstick yes. away. See, I wanted to give away Burt's Bees chapstick, but that shit was like $3 each. Yeah, yeah, so I went on that. Amazon, I got the Burt's Bees imitation. It's called, I think, <laughs> Bees Hive or something. <laughs> Bees Hive chapstick. Who can't use chapstick? It's like Michael's Moths. <laughs> <laughs> we need like a lesser bug. <laughs> so did you guys right. have fun? Hell so yeah. let's do a recap. Right? Yes. But before you give us, we give you the recap, we need to hear behind the scenes. Because you were telling us oh, in the man. green room, it was kind of stressful. The morning of was very stressful. Wow. In the morning of, okay, shout out to Ulta on 86th Street. They did my hair. My hair came out great. Yeah, her. My okay. hair. But at the same time, I told my husband to go pick up a car rental because we needed to load all the shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he went to Enterprise, picked up the car rental. And for the second time, I really messed up the, the reservation. I'm going to put them on blast right now because I can. Ooh. 80th Street. 
between First and Second Aye. Avenue. The manager's name is Ronnie. Don't even try it. Don't oh. even go there because they don't know how to rent cars. Yeah, this might be all bleeped uh, when we actually air this. <laughs> so this part will be like, let me tell you, the address is. Rachel, I have an idea. Since we put the link to our guests or we do shows, I think you should put an anti-link of the place that you're putting them out I will to totally. avoid. Yeah, because I don't want to hype or link this place, okay? Oh, man. I just want to like put them on blast because this is the second time they messed up a reservation. And they made us 40 minutes late. And we had to get there at 10 in the morning to start Damn, decorating and doing everything. And they gave us like some bullshit. They were saying that, like, oh, we see here that your reservation is because uh, Rachel's car is currently in the shop. I don't have a car. What the <laughs> hell are you talking about? I don't own a vehicle. And is so there they, like another Rachel Strauss Muniz, maybe? Perhaps okay. that had a reservation at Enterprise on 80th Street between first and second on Saturday. I don't no. know. I doubt it. She's probably a listener too. She's like, that was me by accident. Anyway, so they made it late. So I called, of course, in typical Rachel fashion. I was just like, I need to understand what happened here. And things got heated, and now I'm banned from the place. I can't oh, rent. Wait, hold on. You're skipping <laughs> wow. way too many details. How do you get banned from just asking a normal question? Well, I guess they didn't like the confrontation or the profanity that I used. Oh, so okay. they told me that uh, I can't rent cars in there anymore. But guess what? That's not really, it means nothing to me because I plan on never going back there. Oh, okay. Like, I'm tired. Like, do your job, bro. You know yeah, what I mean? Facts. Whatever. Aside from that, uh, get to the venue and I start cutting my sunflowers and doing the little centerpieces. And my mom is on her way with the baby, with my son Donovan. And she calls me. She goes, the baby threw up in the Uber. Oh. And for you yeah. uh, hardcore listeners, you know that's not the first time. This is actually the third time Mm-mm. that the baby. Third? No, I think we're we're on our second hand now. It's got to be six or seven what? probably. Damn. Yeah. It's been. Maybe you should I, start using Lyft from now on. But they charge hey, the same. Hey, Hey, wait, wait, guys. Time oh, Frank. Oh, sorry, hey, Frank. Sorry, Frank. No disrespect. No disrespect. Frank, but yeah, uh-huh. use le- use uh, left. So this, I had to pay. I'm that sorry. Was, that's wrong. I had to pay the fare plus a hundred and fifty dollars surcharge. So a taxi from Brooklyn cost me two hundred and five dollars. But you know I'm obsessed with Uber rating. Does it affect your Uber rating? Or I don't, you just I gotta think pay it's the money? I don't understand. I don't know why you're obsessed with Uber ratings. Does it make you a better person if you have a higher Uber rating? No, nah, they don't uh, tell you as much. Can you just bring it down to your son's Uber rating? Like, you know what? <laughs> He's the one who threw up, all right? <sighs> Take away the stars from him. He gets car sick. I don't understand it. Oh. Anyway, uh, thank God I didn't put the outfit on him because, you know, I had, I was like, something told me, just put the backup outfit on, then we'll put the real outfit yeah, when we that, get there. The, the B suit looked mad cute on him. I was thinking, can someone dress up as a bee? I was going to ask you since you've got like hair on your face that resembles a bee. Oh, like, oh thanks. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, I don't know. That was a backhanded, you know, compliment. I didn't want to ask you. Uh, but yeah, so that was the behind the scenes, just a lot of like, chaos the morning of but I think any good event has a very tumultuous pre mm. pre game yeah, always so always. I think whatever you know a good event will always have like right. one or two snafus beforehand that's the balance so the minor snafus were nothing compared to the joy and celebration yeah. that I experienced at the event which I'd love to hear about from you guys oh hmm. Jamie you go first well I enjoy the open bar <laughs> <laughs> um, all that mimosas all day. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the food was great. It was like she had a mix. Uh, you had a mix of like all these different. It was like dinner, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner in the same buffet. Nice. Because yeah. we were having like yeah, we were having like um, you know pancakes 
and bacon eggs, bacon yeah. eggs, dulce de leche, French and then, toast, and then pernil, and then pernil, chicken. Yeah, and then like steak and salad. You know the food is really good when women start being like, "Oh my god, I'm kind of embarrassed, but I want seconds." <laughs> <laughs> so good. I'm like, go ahead, I'm right? <laughs> Jamie had like eight, like eight pieces of uh, French toast. Yo, he you went OD with the, the French French toast, no, but, toast I, good. but I eat slow though, so I I have all my three plates in the same table, and none of them are like finished. And they're like, why do you just keep going up and getting food? I'm like, cause I'm gonna. Combine them all in one plate. There's a brunch worry. strategy. That's my brunch strategy. No, but it was great. Everybody had fun. Um, Frank, what would you? Yeah, I mean, from seeing DJ taking the mic. Oh my God, I can't with my son. He loves the mic. He, I was doing like a thank you speech, and he came up and pulled my leg. He goes, "I want to say something," and I'm like, "Okay." So I put the mic by his mouth. He goes, "That's all I gotta say," and that was all he said. He literally said that, and then he threw up. I mean, <laughs> and it was like, "Hey, what is this?" And, and then, and then I saw the transition. Then your dad is the showman, and then you know what? He uh, gave his, he gave his speech, Rage which reminded father. me of your wedding. He's 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 amazing. He is speech master flex. Yes, he needs to make. A speech at every event, and he makes such a big deal about it. And of course, yesterday when I was at the house, like, did somebody record it? I'd like to see myself. I hope. Yeah. So. I hope the camera guy, the photographer, got a little video. Jamie killed it with the dancing. I, I, Jamie. I haven't seen Jamie like that since uh, our, our, a friend of ours named Gills. Wedding, which was like seven years ago. Is that how you really dance? Well, the wedding like, had another open bar, so I think you oh. can like. It's like it's like I watching. Think you can uh, connect the dots. It's like watching uh, Justin Timberlake on skates. At one point, it was like you were doing the Irish jig. I was like, "What's happening?" Here? I was doing like river dance. Yes. I was doing electric slide mixed with the Running Man. Yo, it's crazy. Uh, but in that doing... wedding, I had like a dance like off with some. There was like a group of people that were just like down to have a dance off mm. and I think I took guy, like Mike I think you probably were in that group and then our it group it has such an advantage because the other group was like a bunch of 18 year olds and here we are like <gasps> no one, one song and they're like it was such just, a build up and our group sucked like we were just yo, we, we were. got tired quick they were doing like real break dance moves and we were just breaking bones that was our that was our um, you had like a cake dance off with Ariana. Shout out to Ariana. You had cake in your hand, dancing. It looked like you were battling each other. Look, <laughs> if the music's playing and I'm, I got some alcohol in me, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be on the dance floor cutting a rug. I think you have like one more parody in you, mm -hmm. like with some dance moves, man. I saw it. One last I, one. Yeah, man. I swear to God, bro. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. you get open. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah. I, I can still do the splits, so, you know, I can... You still do splits? Yeah. You yeah. still do that trick where you either get, like, a, uh, a like a, a piece of furniture and you lean on it. Yeah, I go all matrix. Upper thrust. So I, I do the <laughs> matrix where I go yeah. all the way back, but I'm holding on to something, and then I'm just, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm balancing... Myself. And it's like a pelvic thrust. You're like this. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Damn but Jamie. as he gets older, it gets less and less. Less, less thrustier. Thrust, it gets less thrustier. <laughs> Little less thrust. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's a quick doctor's appointment the next what day. What is it with freestyle music? I swear, as soon as the freestyle comes on, they everybody hits the dance floor. He started dancing and loving us into our yeah. And every, I was like, oh my God, it's yeah. daytime, people. But then you realize the lyric, how the if freestyle music, the lyrics are so, they don't make any sense when you're older. <laughs> You're like louder than love, and you're like, what, is, what does that mean? <laughs> What's what is louder, louder than love? Love is loud. 
Yeah. Well, in my apartment, it is. You know what I'm saying? That's how we got in this predicament. Okay. Okay. So, so, so Mike, what about yeah, you? Mike, I want to know. Well, um, I, uh, I was on a mission. Uh, I uh, mm. yeah. So I saw that you had a slideshow, and I um. I love slideshows. Yes. So you put together a really nice slideshow, <laughs> and I was talking to my cousin Jerry Elmo, and I was like, "Yo, I want to see if we can hack the slideshow and put a couple of pictures of us in the same pose that Rachel had." Um, so what I did was shout out to DJ Precise, shout out to your husband, shout out to um, Jerry. We went to the bathroom. We took a couple of pictures. Yo, that's crazy. Then I had to go to the DJ booth, but you had the- But tell people what was in the slideshow that you mocked, right? Well, yeah, Rachel had this- My maternity off, shoot. you had a maternity shoot, which you edited for social media, but you didn't I for the live on Rachel. So there was some- They were racy. There was some choke shots. And it would freeze every time. Oh. It would freeze on a choke shot. Yeah, and Rachel. I'm eating, I'm eating, and I'm I watching my best friend choke. Staring at me. I forgot to crop for the slideshow. I put the raw files in there, and they were raw, baby. Yo. And You're like, come on. That shit was crazy. And there was one that it just kept freezing on. I was taking a bite of my French. I was like, oh, my God, that's my vagina. I'll be right back. I had to go run to the computer, fix the fixture. Anyway, please continue. So, all right. So, that, that, that inspired me to take the same type of picture, which is the one where um, Edgar is kissing your stomach. So, I had yeah. my cousin take a picture of me kissing my stomach and then so doing stupid. another one of those, the cradle ones. One, right so the thing is I know you are like on top of everything so I knew that if somehow the laptop was not connected to the flat screen you would then go to the DJ booth so we had to do it where you weren't <laughs> noticing so we went in disconnected it then I had to airdrop the picture to the, your laptop wow. but then at first I thought it was a um, like a movie that had all the pictures so we we're like ah damn this mission is over but then we realized it was a slideshow so we slid in the pictures in there shout us to DJ Precise because I was really nervous he found the hookah out of nowhere, gave me hookah wow. to get me relaxed. Because I'm like, it's like four dudes all like, yo, yo, no, no, no. You put the picture, you slide it in the PowerPoint. So it was a whole thing. Oh my then God. Then we finally played it, but you Crazy. were in the bathroom, so you didn't notice it the first time. Wow. But Eddie recorded it and put it on social media, and then it looped. So every five minutes, you would see me and my cousin in this imitation thing. Wow. It was so and funny. And it felt good. I the needed a drink. People, the older people didn't get it. I saw some older people. No? Were just like, a lot of people walked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Including me. <laughs> it was so funny. I had to give you each a raffle prize. Like, yeah, we, I had prizes for like the raffles, the games, and stuff. But that was so. Yo, was that raffle innovative. fixed? Because everybody from Room Twenty Eight won. I yeah, don't what's know. up? What's up with that? I don't know. Uh. I shook up the thing and I pulled the names, and it was Ariana and McKenna. Right? Somebody else. Who else? Oh, no. uh, Rosie, 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 Fatima. Hello. Yeah. I don't know. I gave her the answer. It's not a Frank Spiracy. If you were, part- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't rig it. I just pulled the names out of a hat. Um, side note: um, having a conversation with Jamie, uh, I discovered this man over here does not like Dominican cake. I don't no. know if we could be friends, Jamie. Yo, I'm that's not it. Wait, sure. I'm, I'm leaving. Because he got saucy, yeah. and he was like, yo, I don't even like Dominican no. cake, yo. Yeah. We I'm like, how are you? Cake, what is all these things like people remember? Yo, you, don't eat, you, don't, you don't eat the supiro? 
I just don't like fruit. I don't like fruit in my cake or any type of fruit. You don't like fruit cake. You can get dulce de leche filling. Right, but I usually with Dominican cake, the ones that I have are usually it's like guayaba. You probably had a traumatic. And so I like the cream, but if like it just feels like I'm I'm teasing myself if I just have the cream of the cake and I have the cake. So I'd rather have chocolate or something like that. Shout out to Sprinkle Splash Bakery who really designed and crafted a beautiful bee cake. Mm. Really, and and my brother-in-law with the treats table. Yeah. Did you guys get candy? I didn't get. I didn't. Damn, Damn you missed man. the candy. Oh well, let's talk about that real quick. You know why you missed the candy? Why? Because Latinos take everything from the party. That's true. I, I don't saw, understand I, I saw, this. I saw the older ladies racking what up. Yeah. What's happening? Up? Yo, they took the flowers. I saw. I saw the old ladies with the flowers. What's up with that? Yo, I saw old lady like with three three flower things. How do you take five centerpieces? Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> How do you take five of them? How do you take pictures of me? Like, Wait, did you provide the Tupperware yeah. or did the older ladies bring the Tupperware themselves? It's the viejas. I'm sorry, is it more of your family that does that or the Edgar side that does that? Oh, put them on blast. No, I'm, I'm just... not going to say nothing, but I don't think my family <laughs> would do something like that. I'm not going to say nothing. Mira, tú vas a comer eso. Okay, dame gracias. But, um, no. I, I don't want to put anybody on blast right mm. now, but I just don't understand. Yo, just say it. Pretend we're not going to edit it out. I don't understand how you could like look at me and be like, thank you so much. It was a great <laughs> sprinkle holding five centerpieces, pictures of me and my son, don't forget a the picture food. of me and Edgar. Don't forget the extra food. Some cookies wrapped in a napkin. Don't forget Someone the- came out with a table. <laughs> I don't get it. If they actually went to uh, the hospital when you were giving birth, they probably would take pieces of the placenta home. <laughs> Mira, it's okay if I take this? You need this? No. There was Mira, like... you need the umbilical cord? Mira, because we're going to just cut it up and we're going to share it between all, all I six I bought a Ziploc for it to keep it airtight, you know? There were paper goods in this woman's hand. Like, paper. Little paper mache, like Dollar General type shit. You know what I'm saying? Hey, they got to take Family advantage. Family dollar. Hey. You give you give them a sprinkle, they take a splash. Yeah. Oh God, Jamie. Facts. But yeah, good times. We're moving on. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. Thirty-seven weeks. He's fully baked. Oof. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I'm like, what am I still doing here? I don't understand why and the li- I can't. As you all know, the fans of the show, the live on-air pregnancy will be uh, streamed on our streamed on Facebook Live. It'll our be future episode, episode thirty-one. Yeah. We'll have a mic in the <laughs> in between her thighs somewhere. <laughs> the miracle of life on the next. I don't mind. Everybody at the party saw my choke, so I might as well show it uh, to the yeah. audience. Oh my god! I couldn't believe Jeez. it kept freezing on that one fucking wow, picture. That was crazy. Yeah, I, that was crazy. I, like three times, I ran to the computer. Like, oh my god, oh my god, my vagina, my vagina, my vagina. <laughs> it's not like it was raw vagina, but it was like you know. I think I did like a spit take. I was eating pancakes and I saw the picture and I was like, Pfft. oh my god. It anyway. was like intense because. Uh, so that was Saturday. Mm-hmm. Sunday I had a shoot actually. Oh, nice. Team no sleep, as Frank said. Yes. Team I no believe sleep. You. The next morning you were on a shoot. The next morning. Wow. Next morning was shooting out and like exit 1,952 of the Long Island Expressway. How do you do it? We were, I can't, I was like, how does it go so high? How are we this far? Where are we? Alaska? Um, but we went deep in Long Island and we actually, I, I shot a short film for the first time ever, uh, an interior of a car. So we did like, you know, the whole mount on the hood, the mount on the window. I'm not going to give away everything, but it was mm. a very fun film where uh, Danny Garcia, shout out to Danny, and I play a married couple 
on our way to a party. And we basically talk about um, elements of the Me Too movement and also in a funny way, um, which basically is a very empowering um, notion because in the film we just talk about how men feel like they can do whatever they want with their dicks whenever they want. Mm -hmm. So it's like a a funny heated discussion between a man and a woman in the car about just that. So anyway, that was my weekend. How about you guys? Anybody? That was it? Yeah. All right, fine, boring.com. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so everybody else was sleeping all day Sunday? So I think on that note, it's time for the b- uh, Bochincha Butts. I've been waiting all day. Aye. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Bochincha Butts. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Bochincha Butts. Hello, Hello, everybody. Jamie, <laughs> my peoples, my peoples. I'm not gonna say folks. I have to copyright this. Man. I'm just saying hello. He says folks. I say uh, different things. You can't come up with your own hello. Hello, that's it. You're a writer. <laughs> crying out loud. All right. Hello, universe. Um, okay. First news today. Everybody's everybody's favorite sex cult leader, R. Kelly. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Released his new 19 minute song. 19 minutes. 19 minutes. And it's called I Admit It. Okay. What did he admit? What do you mean? He peed on girls? I mean, he admits a lot. First of all, 19 minutes. If this song was a woman, she'd be too old for R. Kelly to date. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But, anywho, folks. How you expect (laughs) how you expect us to listen to a 19 minute sexy confession? I don't want to hear that, right? <laughs> but already, like, there's some lines in this song have come out, and I'm just going to go through some of them real quick. We're going to see what he actually says in Ooh. this, what he admits, all go right? Go for it. So first off, mm. he does claim he has sex with younger women. What? Okay. Which is like, duh, right? <laughs> we I mean, saw it on video. Yeah, there's like a tape, right? With P in the tape and <laughs> director's commentary and shit. <laughs> Everybody has it on Blu-ray. Or, uh <laughs> Anyways, but um, but and so he claims he's also he's not a pedophile. Oh shit! Okay. That's good. That's and the way he claims it is through these lyrics. All right, very. He's like, so I admit I fuck with all the ladies. That's both older and young ladies. But tell me how they call it pedophilia, cause that shit is crazy. Wow. So that's how he. That, that's the lyric? That's the that's lyric. That's the lyric. Yeah. Oh, he's bugging. It sounds like it was written in crayon, but he actually... <laughs> this is part of the 19 minutes, so there's more. But basically, he just... That's his pedophile defense. That shit is crazy. Because wow. that shit is crazy. Well, I would love to see him represent himself in the court. <laughs> It'd be like, instead of my cousin Vinny, it'd be like, my cousin Kelly. And he'd just be like... He tried to seduce, you know, the jury... Into an innocent plea. <laughs> yes, I'm guilty. <laughs> guilty of making sweet love in the first degree. <laughs> and then other like, objection, your honor. The defense is bumping and grinding on the jury. <laughs> Sustained. This better be going somewhere, counsel. Counselor, step in yeah, the right? name of love to the bench. <laughs> your body's calling. Uh, <laughs> Calling you to me, counsel. Come on. Mike, any R. Kelly joke here? Uh, no. no. This is great. Okay. It's like a one-man show right now. I'm really enjoying it. It's free. Hold on while I sip from my LOL uh, cup. Beautiful. Um, 
Oh, yeah. uh, so, all right, something else. In the song, he also doesn't seem to know what an actual sex cult is. Oh, shit. Uh, and his response to the accusations that he runs one is, he's like, they're brainwashed, kidnapped, can't eat. Real talk, that shit sounds silly. <laughs> so he went from saying that the pedophilia thing is crazy to the, the sex cult stuff is silly. So, wow. He's really stating his case strongly in this song. Ah, uh, yeah, we all believe you are. We all believe. I you. think he could be the, he can be accused of pretty much any crime at this point, and he'll just have he could deny it the same way. He'll just be like, "They say I'm a member of ISIS, <laughs> but that's just dumb." I was like, oh, "Okay, he said it was dumb. All right, so there you go. Let him go. Let him live." Um. And finally, I think his best defense is in the line, the, one of his lines. He's like, I ain't chasing these ladies. No, these ladies are chasing me. <laughs> um, Wait, <I'm> <laughs> but in the, in the ladies' defense, a lot of them are chasing after him because he's picking them up from school. Wow. And oh. they need a ride home. And wh- of course you're going to chase your ride home, right? Anywho. Wow. Um, it just sounds like he's at an all-time down low, down low. <laughs> I don't know. Boy, I'm R just Kelly. trying to think of R. Kelly songs at this point. I I would not uh, suggest you guys to download this song. I think okay. you got the gist of it from from this. So um, hopefully you got enough uh, of that. And um, anyway, from R. Kelly, uh, let's talk about a, another story. A, a man stole his date's car and took her god sister to a drive-in movie with that car. Oh, Wait, shit. how does that work? How's that? Um, a man stole his date's car. <laughs> <laughs> so he was going out with this girl. Yes. And he stole, a, they went to a gas station. He was like, yo, get me a cigar. I think that's what he actually asked her to get. When she gets the, tries to get a cigar, he takes her car and then just takes, goes and picks up his, her god sister, I guess, who we thought looked good or whatever. Oh, times are hard. And he took her to the drive-in movie. That's so I think that's up. when you know that he's not just not that into you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and he left at the gas station? Yeah. He left at the gas station. Wow. Damn. Uh, and I, he like erased all her, from all her social medias, like in the car. I guess he was like, all right, I'm going to take this chick out of Facebook. I think I got her on LinkedIn. I don't know. Um, so my question to you, this is kind of a weird story. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, like, what's the worst thing you've ever done to to, to get out to get out of a date. Oh shit! Mm. Mm. Wow, I'm pretty right? sure you haven't stolen someone's car, but I don't. I've done a lot of stuff. Um, damn, damn okay. what have I done? I've lied a lot. I, I've said it. Really? Said, yeah, yeah. I've said a lot of stuff. Okay, and we wonder why he's <laughs> single. Okay, <laughs> Rachel, I know you got some up your sleeve, like a story. You know me, I keep it 100. I don't know if I ever needed an excuse you to just... get it. There was one though, man. This was for the books. You ever with a dude or a girl where the breath is just like uh. I can't even, I can't kiss you. I can't. No, mm-hmm. like this dude's breath smelled like a finca. Yowlo, yowlo. Wow. If you're Dominican. <laughs> You just heard what Rachel said? That's a crime. That's a crime, yo. Like from four feet away, too. I was like, I why does it smell like horse manure and like chickens? So bad. Was it like, were you, were there other parts to him that where you were trying to be like, okay, but he still, he has nice hair at least, or you were trying to convince yourself that you could like deal with it or no? The smell was just overriding everything, mm. everything. The, the nice car, the nice, just everything. And I there was couldn't. a no Tic Tac moment that you could have I couldn't even like... think of an excuse. It's like his breath cast a spell on me. <laughs> his breath made me say the truth. I was just like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. It sounds like something's rotting in your mouth. It just. Wow. 
Wow. Damn. You told him like that? I had to because I don't know. What else was I going to say, you know? Damn, you hit him in the soul. Wow. I just kept it real. I was like, That's you got to take me home. I got to go That home. hurt. The yeah. halitosis. <laughs> no joke, Mike. Anything? Um... So like years back, uh, Wait, I was. I just I I didn't brush my teeth and uh, <laughs> pretty much girls just thought I had shit. bad breath the whole time. Looking at a tic tac. <laughs> uh, no, so my cousin and I had a blind date. Mm. This is like way back when, and uh, we met him somewhere, and there was actually three girls, and she one was cute, and the other two I don't know if you guys are uh, aware of the reference, but Bebop and Rocksteady from TJ, Teenage Mutant Ninja mm. Turtles. Yeah, they look like those two villains. And so wow. we were like, nah, this is not happening. So my cousin took me and said, like, yo, Mike, so check it. Yo, I'm going to pretend I'm really, really sick. So they bring us <laughs> back. So he's in the back seat. And, I, and I'm playing all. I'm like, yo, I don't know. Yo, I, I'm actually playing uh, reverse psychology. I'm like, yo, Jerry, come on, man. Oh, man. You ain't that sick. He's like, nah, yo. Yo, put that in the window. I feel like I'm going to throw up. <laughs> but, while, but while he's doing it, she's like, don't worry, Papa. I got you. I'm going to take care of you. Come over here. So long story short, like I think he faked the three that he threw up. And they brought us back, but that was pretty much it, like a uh, fake a sickness. Fake a sickness. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fake a sickness. And that's when I knew Jerry was going to be an actor, because he really sold it. Wow. Like, yo, my stomach, oh my God, yo. <laughs> Pull over, yo. Yo, yo, I'm getting oh, lightheaded, yo. Oh, man. Did he make himself throw up just to, like, believe? Yeah, like, 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 when we got to the movie theater, because that's where we had to go, he's like, yo, hold on, I'm going to be right back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, papi. Nah, all right, let's take him home. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was... What about you? Yeah, Jamie. Whoa, when I was young, younger, younger. Younger. Okay, what does I that was mean? like, just because I, I... This was like specifically... This, this was before the date. This was before the date. It was on the phone call, right? Like, like we were going to make the date. And so I was like, I actually felt bad to actually say I didn't want to like hang out, right? So the first thing that popped into my head was like, all right, let me say that I'm going through some like serious shit right now. And then, then the next thing that came out was like, yeah, I'm going like my parents are like in the middle of a divorce and I'm like, it's really Damn, affecting dude. me and I can't go. <laughs> wow. So I was young enough that it could be kind of, uh, you know, believable. You know, maybe I was just like, wow, uh, that's a good early, one, Jamie. I think it wow. was like 19 probably. And I, I was yeah, just like, slick. yeah. And then she was like, okay, wow. And I'm like, yeah. And then I had this whole library story. Yeah, they just, they don't get along, you know? And I feel like it's my fault, like shit like that. And then, wow. And then I had this whole story and it was like, wow, this is a pretty good story. And then, um, but then I was like, all right, so can we just like reschedule for next week? And then so we, wow. I still couldn't actually not hang out with her ever. I still, I still made it. So I had this whole lie and I still had to hang out with her the next week. Wow. Um, and wow. then I had to like continue the story. So how are your parents? Do, uh, I'm like still divorced. Yeah. Uh, still still not in love with each other. But uh, you know, thanks for asking. Uh, you know, uh, but I'm de definitely scarred. You know, I don't think this is probably not gonna work out because. Anyway, I'm still dating this girl now. So. Um, oh my god. Wow. I, I just haven't gotten rid of her. I don't know how to get rid of this one. But those are the bites for this week. Thank you. Very Woo! nice. Very nice. And now it's time for... Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spirison News with Frank Nibs. Hello, Hi. folks. Hi, Frank. Hi, Frank. Hi, how are we? Good, Frank. How am I, Eloeros, to this week? How are you? Eloeros. Hi. Well, guys, 
it, well, first of all, if any of the uh, listeners are, have children around them right now, oh, I recommend they walk them outside for a second. Wow. Because I'm going to talk about You're making it sound like we're on speaker right now. No. So you how know, are they going to hear the show? They're yeah, walking no, just outside. Just in case. And, you know, Rachel, just in case, you know, DJ's around whenever, when you hear the show. Okay. I want to, this is about, uh, it's called the Dinosaur Hoax. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, this when I I didn't even want to talk about this because this was like almost like when I found out that Santa doesn't exist. Yeah. Because wow. I I always loved going to the museum. Wait, what do you mean Santa doesn't exist? Well, this is about dinosaurs <laughs> never existed. So did you ever? Find, I mean, I love I love dinosaurs, and when I found this out, this was like real deep. Well, first of all, the word dinosaur is was originally defined by Sir Richard Owen of the Royal Society and superintendent of the British Museum of Natural History in 1842. That's a lot to put on a business card. <laughs> right? Listen to this. Listen to this. This is deep. This is deep. He's point. In other words, the existence of dinosaurs was first speculatively hypothesized by a knighted museum head coincidentally during the heyday of the evolution before a single dinosaur fossil had ever been found. All right, take a breath. <laughs> All right. And listen to tell this. us what all those words mean. All right. Listen to this. Listen, 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 listen. I did not do well on my To SATs. this day, nobody has ever excavated a complete dinosaur skeleton. Hence, the various species of dinosaurs are all artists' imaginations. Before the 1800s, nobody had ever heard of a dinosaur. Not had anyone anywhere throughout the ages discovered a single dinosaur fossil. But what about this the Flintstones? Listen to this. This includes, this includes every single culture from around the world. From the Native Americans to ancient Egyptians. Wow. It's That's deep. a lot to digest. Listen to this. Listen to this. Hello. Hello. Okay, we're here. The prehistoric mass the, the, sorry, the prehistoric monsters seen in museum exhibits are all plaster plastic plaster cast. Real dinosaur bones are only allowed to be seen by special groups of government appointed pa- paleontologists. Okay? Those are my favorite dinosaurs. The whole dinosaur industry <laughs> is a propaganda created as a way to validate Darwin's theory of evolution. Wow. So, let me get this straight. Wait, so Jurassic Park is not real? So, Guys, this is deep. This is deep. There's All right? more? There's more? I don't even... Look, this is, this is like... Listen to me. Only 2,100 sets of dinosaurs have ever been found. And when I say sets, it could be a little piece of the skull to a little piece of a foot to a little piece of the tail and they take these supposedly dinosaurs and they say okay it were they were these big and they were this to me they were birds i read that a lot of them were birds like you know sesame street bird you know big birds you know oh okay. chill i hate those birds what all right <laughs> some people say they were dragons but they were never dinosaurs so no such thing as a pterodactyl, no, a T-Rex. It's a lie. Jurassic Park. It's a Triceratop, lie. Triceratops. And if you guys want to do further <laughs> dinosaur barbecue, <laughs> and if you want to, if you want to do further research, you just uh, hashtag uh, dinosaurs hoax, and you will find more information on dinosaurs not being real. So they like invented it before a single fossil was even discovered. DK? Yes, yes. Before, before 1854, that word never existed. No one in biblical books anywhere, Buddhists, you never hear of anything about... about. That's true, too, right? Because if they existed, wouldn't the Egyptians have made um, hieroglyphics of Hello. them? Like, wouldn't they have been around? You are, you're, you're getting it, Rachel. I like that. I like okay. that. I fucks with you, Frank. You know I'm fucks saying? with you. And you know what? Since I'm going to leave this off, and since we're talking about fossil fuels, right? 
Let's 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 just you know, stick with me here. What right? is it like a fossil fart? If I say fossil fuels to you, right? What's a fossil fuel to you? I, I don't know. I thought it was a fossil fart. What's a fossil fart? fuel to you, Mike? It's a type of fuel. I don't what have a kind car. of fuel. I don't have a car. I don't know. What kind of fuel? What kind of fuel? From the ground. Right, but where does it come from? From the earth. All right. <laughs> Listen to this. There's a rapper called Bob. He has a million followers. All right. Yeah, he thinks the world's flat too. Hold on. He has he has he has a song called Bones Don't Turn to Oil. Mm. I want to give you the theory on what he has when it comes to oil. Despite what we've been taught, oil is not derived from fossil, nor from de- decomposing matter. A certain oil tycoon coined it, coined the term, quote-unquote, fossil fuels in order to induce the idea of scarcity. To ramp up prices, not only is oil self- self-replenishing, but in fact, it is the second most prevalent liquid on the earth. Bam. Now I know why B.O.B. hasn't had a hit song in like five years. Yeah, he's a little busy. <laughs> um, can we just talk about like money and and women? <laughs> Why don't you just mind your B.O.B. business, you know what I'm saying? And focus on music. So how do you explain shit. the Raptors in Toronto? Hmm? <laughs> I mean, hello. I think they those just, were, nah, I think they those just got Kyrie Leonard. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, this is the most passionate I've ever heard anyone talk about dinosaurs. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and even when Mike hated the last Jurassic Park, he didn't talk about as passionate <laughs> as you are. And why am I spending so much money at the Museum of fucking Young Natural History? Yo, they, Those you know, fucking... I used to go to the museum four times a year. You know, going to public school system, yeah. I went at least four times every year. You know, some uh, like you know camp, we went two times a year. You know, remember with the pla- with the with the with the bag with your food, your mother made your sandwich. You know, paper bag, and yeah. this uh-huh. shit, this thing hit me real hard. Yeah, I could tell. It's a hoax. It's a hoax. Damn, yo. Well, Frank, thanks. Thank I'm you, guys. a little guys. depressed now. Thanks I for know. bumming us out. No I, dinosaur-themed uh, I hate to baby break. shower for the next kid, huh, no, Rachel? No, it's, it's baby drip. Uh, what was it? Trip? For the third one, it's going to be baby drip? First of all, we're, we're, we're doing certain things that there are good, and it's not going to be a third. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Factory shutting down. The chocolate factory is down. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Willie ain't going wonky anymore. <laughs> David. <laughs> wow, Frank. Thanks. thanks, Frank. You're welcome, guys. Anytime. Take care. All right, you guys. This is the part of the show where we have a fabulous guest to interview. We have a fabulous guest. We have. This has been on the calendar for quite some time. Yes, it has. And it's here. And it's the thirtieth episode. It's finally happening. I mean, come on. Woo! Uh, yes. Thirty. Thirty. You guys. She is a beautiful, beautiful Thank model, you. actress, and inspirational speaker, doing such wonderful things for Puerto Rico. Please put your hands together for Miss Jessica Castro. Oh! Thank you. Woo! Excited. <laughs> Welcome to the Latinos Allow podcast. Thank you so much. And congratulations on everything. Thank you. You guys are Thank killing you. it. Oh, I mean, I like to say we're murdering a few things. Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> In the first degree, I would say. Wow, okay. You know? Uh-huh. It's fun. We got mugs. I mean, we yeah. got mugs. We're- official. <laughs> it's official. You guys not They're drinking it? a lot of water so they can get that, the mugs I out of there. I just like <laughs> sipping. I like to like sip my own face. It's Why did fun. I get like a sippy cup? You gave me like a sippy cup. You guys have like a, a regular size mugs. It's fun. Okay, Jessica. So we were talking behind the scenes about how most 
people introduce you on interviews. Yes. And you were just like, um, if I could have it my way, I would like to be introduced this way. Mm-hmm. And we did. Yes. So could you now, can we make fun of like how other people introduce <laughs> yes. you? Go for it. Um, maybe we should do another one. <laughs> Go for it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm ready. former reality star Jessica Castro. <laughs> hey, girl. Oh, my God. I love doing that show. Yeah. Well, tell us. I mean, okay. So first, tell us like who you are, what you do. Let the audience know. Please. Sure. Again, um, Jessica from Brooklyn. I um, uh, that's it. It's Bushwick, be a Bushwick, to be exact. Okay. It's, okay. Gonna, okay. It's, gonna, it's gonna be a one-on-one interview here. I see it already. We're I'm just from Brooklyn, be... but as they would say, I'm not from the hood. I'm, oh. I'm from Sheepshead Bay. Oh, please. Same it's thing. okay, but Brooklyn is a big borough, <laughs> and it really is spread love the Brooklyn way. There you go. Exactly. You know? <laughs> I was born in Jersey, raised in Bushwick, um, which my parents <gasps> still live 33 years later. Wow. So we have seen the gentrification like oh, go through it all. My parents are not happy about it. Mm. <laughs> um. And I got into entertainment, I want to say, over 10 years ago, actually. It's been quite some time. I started off doing, like, little modeling gigs here and there, and then, like, acting, kind of, like, freelancing the whole time. And then I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be on is this documentary series called Married at First Sight. And that's what I did season two. It was almost three years ago. So I literally met my now ex-husband at the altar for the very first time in front of oh, 25 man. family members. Mm, wow. Yeah. Wait, like, can we just, can we, de- can we dive into that? Sure, I'm used to it. Okay, <laughs> only because it's like, that's a very atypical way to find love. Mm-hmm. And did you find love? No. Okay. That's why I'm divorced. <laughs> okay. So what was that experience like? Because we always talk about this. Like, we know Mm -hmm. that reality shows, especially when they say they're unscripted, they sometimes, or most of the times, are scripted. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what was your experience now looking back? You know what? It it was so emotional. It was so draining. They were filming us Mm 24-7 on top of working a full-time job. Mm. And I'm talking about being married, going on a honeymoon and living together with a stranger for six weeks trying to make this marriage work. So you really got married. And I really got divorced. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Did you like... I like how you said, and we really got divorced. Did you call like Trollman, Glazer, y Lickman, Buenos Abogados y Buenos Amigos? (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) How did you... Like, how did you get divorced? And was it like mutual? And was it amicable? It was a shit show, actually. It got really bad. Um, We were just, you know, you have two different personalities. He's very controlling. He's very arrogant. He's very into himself. And that's not like me. I'm very to myself. I'm shy. Even though I'm used to being in front of the camera, I don't like confrontation. So I would shut down and he would like act crazy and I'm like you do that because you look crazy right now and so when it airs you're gonna look even more crazy and that's exactly what happened but it got it got uh, bad at one point I actually had to get order protection against him what yeah, yeah. no it was serious I was in court and every it was that's why my experience on reality TV is like one and done that's it I learned my lesson did the producers know about this of course they did and they but just turned like, up blind right, eye. We need this for the season for Right, now. right. On. We need more money. We need more seasons. So. Was there ever like any period like of like, oh, maybe this is going to work before you found out like that yeah. he was, you know, I mean, there were definitely life. a lot of ups and downs, more downs and ups. But um, I was so naive because I come from a, um, a family. My parents have been together for 30 years. 
my sister has kids and like I'm used to being around that and so my life as a Latina you know you grow up you go to school you get your degree you find a man you fall in love you have kids that's like embedded in our heads Mm -hmm. and so that's what I've been wanting for so long and so I didn't really realize what was happening and my best friend was like girlfriend what what are you doing wake up and I kind of had to take a few steps back and realize like holy crap this is not what a marriage is supposed to be. This is not how you treat someone. You know, it took a while. It took a while, but I uh, finally figured it out. That would have sucked if you would have found out, like, at the altar. Like, you know, you would have been, you know, he would have been like, I do. And then when it was your turn, he'd be like, she does too, okay? <laughs> and I was like, wow, this guy's controlling. <laughs> I mean, you know what? That would have saved a lot of time. Yeah, that would have saved a lot of time. <laughs> I would have been okay with that, actually. It would have been one episode and now. Yep, that's are, it. Are any of the couples from no. the show together? No. None. No. I mean, and the show's not on air anymore. Mm-hmm. Did anyone at any point say, guys, I don't think this is going to work? No, uh, because people love a train wreck. Oh, yeah. People now, did, love that, right? Yeah. We, I mean, people watch reality. Reality TV has taken over the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people, you know, they're like, this drama, as long as it's not in my life, I'm okay. I'm going to watch someone else's marriage go to shits. Right. <laughs> so Especially those, in. like, trailer park homes in, like, Minnetonka, Minnesota. You know what I mean? <laughs> the flyover states. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they love that shit. That's their escape from their reality. That Walmart audience, (laughs) they fucking love this kind of shit. Octomom was so famous in the States. (laughs) Marlene, did you see the episode where the Spanish girl married the guy? Jessica Gargan, one more try. They have the one where it's like they, they, they marry people for like, so they can get into the country. So what? it's like what? for everything, for real? right? It's like a, there was one. It was like this three hundred pound, like like you know, southern lady, and then like this guy who looked like you know, like a lo- you know, like Enrique Iglesias, and he's like, "No, I love you. I really love you." She's like, "You love me for real? Are we gonna be together forever?" And I'm like, "Yeah, this ain't gonna happen." Wait, was he Dominican? Nah, he was like, I think he was like Brazilian or something. Is that show still on there? Yeah, and they Probably. still bring them back. Oh, them all, they still Jamie. bring them back. I gotta Jamie, tell my cousin about that. Yo, shit. Jamie loves The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And all so that. yeah, I was gonna ask you, did you ever think of just uh, like do, starting with like a dating type show as opposed to going straight to like a marriage type show? No, you know what? I was in a serious relationship for seven years. Okay. So th- most of my twenties, I was like in this serious relationship, and then we were engaged to be married, and then it just kind of fell apart. So for two years, I was like dating, but nothing serious. Mm. And then this fell into my lap, but the way that they like brought it to your attention, they didn't say it at first. Yeah. And then when they really got down to it, I was like, this isn't bad. Like I could do this. I'm single. I live alone. I have a great job. This could be like my fairy tale ending. So I tried it. I had nothing to lose. Right. I mean, and I, I literally, I lost nothing. Maybe a little bit of my sanity during the. Process. But you learned a lot. I did. You gained yeah, more experience. I really did. So I don't. You know, people ask me if I regret it. I don't mm-hmm. because I took so much from that, and I actually am best friends with the other two girls from my season. Thank we hang out all the time. So I didn't find love in a husband. I found love in you know my best friends. Aww. You see, that's nice. You know. Lovely. So, but still looking for a husband. Just <laughs> well, this is a great. Don't get a mistake. We could shoot one. We Don't could get shoot a, We could we could have a, a reality show for that. Can we then. do some kind of love making? Not love making. Love wow. Hello. 
Those baby hormones oh, are kicking in. Pregnant and horny. You know, wow. Pregnant and horny. That's called soft porn, Rachel. Sorry. Love matching. Right. Like, can we do some kind of like matchmaking thing on the sure. Latinos Allowed podcast? Like, well, bringing all the other past guests together. Oh, like and a we speed have, And then like a love connection and we find out what happened on the day. Yeah. Rachel, and you're amazing as a host, so I could see that Thanks, being your... Mike. Rachel will want to go on the date. She'll be like, no, I'll be there. I'm your chaperone. <laughs> Whatever. I'll be in the By the way, the your breath stinks like shit, like a finca. I'm like just going like, to step in every now and then. Like, how's right. the date going? How do you guys feel? From the outside and it looks great. <laughs> Didn't they have a, they had a show like that on MTV like years ago. Did they? Where, like a best friend was in the back, like they Talking were monitoring the whole it. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. they, 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 they did. Let's bring it back. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's bring it back to Jessica, please. Yeah. Um, so you do some other modeling and mm-hmm. acting. Tell us about your other projects. You do stuff with Latina Magazine. Like- yeah, I mean, I've done, you know, I've, I have an agent, I have a manager, and so... I I also work a full time job now, wow. so it's that hustling life, girl. You know, in New York, you have to have like six jobs, yeah. and I'm still like, damn, I need my bills to be paid. What's yes. going on? Yes. And you know what? The misconception is a lot of people think because I have been on national television that I am balling. Mm. No, <laughs> and that's why you know, like verification across all like social medias and stuff. I have five nieces. And one of them is 13, and I can't even imagine at that age growing up in this with all these kids. And I tell her all the time, I'm like, don't focus on that. Social media is not real life, but you see all these people living, you know, lavish, and they're happy. And I was like, you have to focus on yourself. And, and, and they know that I, first of all, my, my mom would never let me be any different. Like, I'm still, I still live in Bushwick. Like, right. I'm still you know, close to my family. I talk to them every single day. Like, I could never let that you know, get get to my head. You know, a lot of people think we're balling because we're on Univision podcast, but I'm gonna be selling my breast milk <laughs> to make ends meet. You know what I'm saying? How much? You gotta do what you gotta do. I'll let you know because you know what? It's very healthy. There's a market. And um, you guys should try it. She's gonna be the Aunt Jemima of breast milk. <laughs> Uh, no, just kidding. So now you're also an inspirational speaker. Mm-hmm. So please tell us about that. Who do you speak to? What's, what's your spiel? What do you do? Sure. Yeah. So that actually happened from the show. Mm. So he was uh, verbally abusive and it, mm. you know, it aired. And, and so when it was airing, a lot of women from all over the world started reaching out to me. You're so brave. How can you leave him? I'm in the same situation. What do I do? How do I get out? Or I have been in those shoes. You know, kudos to you. And to me, I was just like trying to figure my life out. Like, why did this happen? And why did I let it get to that point? Um, But that just kind of triggered something. And it literally went from answering DMs to emails. And I had my first empowerment panel last year. And I had I brought six amazing women. And it's just been kind of going from there. And I didn't think ever that that was going to be my life. I thought I was going to be some big TV star, you know, so. It's amazing how sometimes, you know, you'll go through an experience mm-hmm. and it'll lead to something so far-fetched and like off your radar, but that actually Blessing in changes disguise. lives mm-hmm. and makes you feel so fulfilled. Yes. So So I, you speak to younger women for the most part, right? For the most part. I mean, the age bracket is from like 27 to like 35, um, but I have spoken to girls as young as 12, I mean, it's crazy to hear the stories that a 12-year-old has been through. Like, give us an example. Um, I had one girl, um, I think she was like 16. She reached out to me saying that she had been in an abusive physical 
um, relationship for like three years. Damn, a 16? Yes. Damn. Exactly. And that's the thing. And she felt like she didn't have anyone to talk to. But because she related to me, she like sent me, it was like three emails. And I was like, I have to respond to this girl because, you know, I don't know what she's going through. And, and I just spoke to her from the heart like she was one of my nieces. Mm. And a year later, she reached out to me and said that she left him and she hasn't looked back and she's in school and she's focused. And that for me was like, if I can touch just that one girl, then that makes my heart happy. Mm. Where do you see uh, this going? Do you see it being like trying to do conferences? Do, like, what do you see that? And especially for the last couple of years where we were recently talking about the Me Too and all that. Like, how has that changed as when you're speaking to women and all that? Yeah, you know, I mean, I would love to travel with this. Um, it started with one small panel, um, and I had a really good private, like, very intimate turnout. Um, I'm working on a second one with my publicist now. Um, you know, m- maybe one a year and then hopefully travel. Again, I don't I don't know what's, where it's going to take me because I never thought that I would even be in these shoes, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm just taking it day by day right now because everything just, like, changing around me. I'm just going with it. Would you ever, like, write a book about the experience? Because I feel like that would be an interesting read. Yes, I would love to, actually. From um, your point of view, you know what I mean? And then now how, how it's mm-hmm. evolved? Yeah, no, I, I, would, I would love to. So if anybody's listening. Okay. <laughs> book, publishers. Hello. <laughs> hello. Amazon, hello. I don't know. Does Amazon make books? They totally do. <laughs> they just do. sell books. They sell books. No, okay. you can. They do sell, like self-published titles too. Like they help you out with that. No, but we want like Random House. Up okay. Right okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Talk off. Well, yeah. Well, yes. we're gonna you talk, talk offline. <laughs> I want to go back to you saying that you have a full-time job. Yes. Uh, how do you balance everything out? Because uh, there are a lot of women and men too that have a nine-to-five. Mm-hmm. From your experience, how do you ba- balance everything out? Well, I've always worked a nine-to-five. I've always worked corporate, and then I've always been in entertainment because that's just always been a passion of mine. Nine-to-five was just paying my bills. I worked with attorneys for 10 years, and I hated it. Mm. But I learned my Were you lesson. like an Erin Brockovich? Like- mm, no. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nowhere near. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just... I just learned to do the nine to five and leave that. Like once I'm out at five, I'm at like not even five oh five. Like four fifty nine. I'm running out. Yeah, my supervisor's like, "Where you going?" I'm like, "Mm, "It's it's five. I'm out of (laughs) here." Um, so I leave that at that. But but now I've I've actually um, so I work for a nonprofit now. And they're the reason why I do the relief fund that I do for Puerto Rico, because I do it with them. So it all kind of ties in. Um, Let's get into that. Yeah, definitely. Talk about, Mm -hmm. I mean, what's the not-for-profit and what is this Mm -hmm. phase two Puerto Rico that you're doing? Yeah, so um, it's crazy how that happened. Uh, The security guard that works at the nonprofit in Bushwick, we do health and human services, he saw me on the show. Like, he watched the show, so he knew I was from Bushwick and that I was Puerto Rican and I had a lot of family there. He's like, listen, I work for a nonprofit. We're going, um, like, a team of 10. You should come with us. And I was like, yeah, I'm broke. I, I can't afford the flight. <laughs> right. But, of course, I can't say that because, you know, I have this figure or whatever. Right. So I was like, yeah, I'll make it happen. HR reached out. They were like, listen, we really want to make it happen. I got them a generator, and um, they sponsored me. And we went two months after the storm hit. Wow. Wow. Two months, like, we were hitting the ground running for five days. No questions asked. I would do it ten times over again. It was emotional. It was rough. Um, I went to go. I have a lot of family there in Ponte. Um, So we went there for one of the days. And it was just so heartbreaking. Our ride should have been, like, an hour and 45 minutes. It took us damn near four hours. 
because we had to take the back roads and the mountains because bridges were collapsed and um it was emotional we stood in a co-worker's house that didn't have any light mm. and the water was freezing oh boy. so but we were there to get work done and that's what we did there were no complaints get it done and that's it so we got that done and then we were just out there in june because we were going back in september for a bigger trip so our first trip we stood in Aguadilla but we hit a few towns for five days we went with one um what you call it one shipment mm-hmm. uh, a cargo 10 by 10 but this time we want to go with four cargos and hit you know like have a team of four do it four teams I should say yeah so that's why we have our GoFund going on right now Tell everybody where it is, what it is, and how to follow you. Yeah, definitely. So on my, it's actually on my Instagram in my bio. Uh, my Instagram is MSJ Castro, Castro, and the link is right in there. And honestly, a hundred percent of the proceeds go directly to the people of Puerto Rico. We don't touch that for ourselves. We stay in employees' houses, family houses, and we buy our own flights. So we don't touch that for any of our, for our sake. That a hundred percent goes. Yes, it's important. Yes. It's very because a lot of the times when they're raising money, it's a certain percentage, thirty five percent, forty percent, and it's a little misleading. So for you guys to do it like that, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, so you're covering your own overhead. Yeah, well, we we have to. You know what? I was doing an interview not too long ago, and they were saying something about the government. We can't. I can't wait on my family members. Cannot wait on the government to make things happen. So mm. we get it done, and that's it. And you know. So that's it. Awesome. Well, we want to thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Sharing your life story. Thank you. And also what you're doing right now for the people of Puerto Rico. Yeah. Applause, applause, applause. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. And now it's time for the Que Lo Que. Un, dos, tres, vamos a bailar otra vez. Que lo que. So it's the que lo que. So Jamie, what's your que lo que? <laughs> All right, thanks, man. Uh, que lo que this week. Room 28's performing at the world-famous Fort Tryon Park. <laughs> I don't have all the information in my head about what this name of, of this festival is, but I'm going to maybe, by the end of, of all these shout-outs, I'll find it, and you, I'll, you'll, you can come back to me. So you got like maybe a minute and a half to find it. Uh, yeah, I can, I can do it. It's just like a game. So okay. anyways, and uh, Jay, <laughs> Jay Fern's Instagram uh, is my social. <laughs> All right, go. Go ahead. Go. Uh, all right, my turn. All right, fine. Uh, Uptown Collective. Um, they have the Bronx Night Market at the Fordham Plaza. It's going to be happening all month. We got 40 hand-picked food vendors representing all around the, I was about to say United States, but I meant New York. So go check it out, Uptown Collective. And, and <laughs> yeah, that would be very, I would go to that. Uh, and then for a Corriente Latina, there is another LA screening giveaway so shout out to homie Diaz you can go to this because you're based from LA um, for the spy who dumped me it ends on Thursday so uh, but are you going to be back on Thursday to LA yeah you have an opportunity to win um, and then <laughs> <laughs> that's how we do right <laughs> uh, and then uh, my socials uh, Juan Bago everywhere and then actually I have an exclusive so I'm going to uh, have a video that's coming out, Dominican Ninja, which is supposed to be coming out the first week of August, I think. So stay tuned to those details. 
And Rachel, it's your turn. Sure. Okay, so just to piggyback off what Jamie was saying before, we are performing this Saturday up in Washington Heights at around 1 o'clock at Fort Tryon Park. So we'll put some more information on the podcast description as to how you can attend. We're doing this for the community. This is a special performance um, that's going to raise awareness about rezoning and gentrification in Washington Heights. That's what it was. I knew it was something about rezoning. Your time is up, though. Okay. Uh, yep. So that's Saturday, July 28th. Um, also, as always, a big shout out to Hierro.com. That's double L E R O.com, the lifestyle and news platform for Latino men. Believe it or not, it's been 25 years since hip hop icon Cypress Hill dropped Black Sunday and showed well oh everyone that they were a force to be reckoned with. Group member Send Dog sat down with Hierro to share what went into the making of that legend- legendary album. So visit Hierro.com for the the full story. Yo, Cypress Hill was the shit, yo. Is that what they sounded like? <laughs> oh, yeah. That song, like, that song made you high. You always yeah, do no. think I'm loco, Rachel. <laughs> Are you looking at me like that? Well, shout out to Cypress Hills. Yo, we should invite them to the show. Mm. That would be oh, dope, wow. right? In a special studio. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of Latino, Urban Latino has a special event coming up on Sunday, August 19th. It's brunch with Chef Frank Maldonado with a special live performance of Andre Veloz, another former guest former of the guest Latinos Out Loud podcast. Um, I don't know the number. Is that a test? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Seven? I'm not sure. That's going to take place at the Aloft Hotel from 11 to 4 p.m. That's 100-15 Ditmars Boulevard in Queens. So follow you. LM Media on Instagram for more information. Um, a big shout out this Thursday. I know it's a private event, but because the Dominican F- Film Festival is happening, I'll be moderating a panel at MTV on Thursday. Oh, look at you. Yeah, sponsored by Comedy Central and MTV, and it's going to feature Latinas in Hollywood. What? You know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. Are you prepped? Are you ready? When do you prep for panels? Um, the day of. No, I'm just kidding. No, I got the questions today. I got all their bios. People like Dasha Polanco are gonna be on the panel, nice. so it should be it should be fun. It should be great. Okay. So shout so out to the Dominican Film Festival. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. You're coming. I, I, yes, I am. Okay, uh, bring your air horn if you. Yeah, can. yeah, yeah. I'm a heckle though. That's fine. Boo! Horrible question. Okay, I get him out. Get him out. Get him out. Guess what? I didn't write the questions, so oh, okay. uh, right. yeah, they're being fed to me. Um, you can follow me at Rachel La Loca. And now, speaking of the Dominican Film Festival, guess what, you guys? We have someone who has a film in the festival what? for a que que quickie. Yes. Yeah. Let's welcome Danny Pena of Gamer Tag the podcast. Uh, okay. Yeah. How you doing? How's everybody, man? Yeah. We're wow, doing yes. so good. Last time we got to see each other was uh, in Miami, Hispanicized. And, yes. you, and that's when uh, you guys won an you award. You presented us. Yes. We won the so Decla Award. A lot of our fans are familiar with your face because that video, we kept pushing it. <laughs> they were like, is that, the who is that bald guy over there on stage? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was we, cool. We would, like did not think we were going to win. You know that, right? But that's dope, though. That's the, I, I had an idea, though, because I, I kind of cheated. I opened the, the envelope when they were oh. showing the nominees. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, I'm hyped because I met everybody. You know, so I was yeah. like, Man, who's going to win? Who's going to win? You know, so yeah, that was that cool. Was, that was Awesome. You didn't that want was- a La La Land moment though. You were like, let me make sure it's the right people that I'm that I'm gonna announce. Yeah. yeah. That was a moment. 
That was such a special moment. But see, you you guys gotta be proud, man, because you know you've been doing that what like a year and yeah, a buzz and it's good for it's good for the podcast. Yeah, I didn't hug you too much, right? When when we won, right? I, I felt <laughs> it was a little awkward because I didn't know. I was so I don't surprised because I have like Rachel for one hour, like we're not gonna win, we're not gonna win, we're not gonna win. I didn't win. really say it like that. I just said let's not set the expectation level too high. I don't know if we're gonna win. I don't think we're gonna win. Yeah. But let's just go into it just thinking that. But it's crazy because when we get flashbacks of the night, we think of him all the time. Yeah. You're part you, of my dream. Wow. You're like in ever, my head that's forever. That's it. your voice. You yeah. said, and the winner is the Latinos, Latinos Out Loud podcast. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. That forever yeah. changed our lives. That's true. Yeah. And you know, it's good because you know I, I've been doing this now for a long time, and it's like you know passing the torch, and you know the new podcasters, Absolutely. and it was an honor. So it was good. So talk about that. How long have you been podcasting for? Well, I started internet radio back in 2001. Wow. Ghetto style with tape decks and because I didn't have the, you know, I was not a rich kid, you know. So right. I started doing it like that, experimenting. Then in 05, that's when I launched our podcast. So our podcast now is 13 years, 13 plus years now. Wow. I mean, all, all about video games and like Dominican parents, they call it Latari, you know. So, oh. <laughs> you know, but. Yeah. Um, Yo, that is true. <laughs> it is true. Everything is Latari. Tu tienes un podcast de Latari. El Latari, el Latari. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's been 13 years, and it's good. Um, that, that We've been getting a lot of opportunities. We've been traveling, meeting a lot of, of developers that make games. We get to see stuff early, and we talk about it on the podcast, you know, so it's good. Wow. That, yeah. is, that is, like, amazing. Like, so... You started way before it was even a wave. Can you tell yeah. me that? Like, because like I told Rachel two years ago, and for her, it was like, "What's the podcast? Yeah. You've been doing it for like oh, shouting, yeah, yeah. shouting out Rachel." I just said nobody listens to podcasts. That's what you'd I be said. surprised. I was wrong. And then she was like, oh, "Let me put surprised. this VHS into my VCR real quick. <laughs> yeah. I want to watch a movie." Mike, can I call you later? I'm listening to the best of Julio Iglesias on eight track. So back then, the only way you could listen to a podcast is through a computer. There was no smartphone. Phones. There wasn't even no iPods, you know. Mm. So that's how we used to do it back then. And there was uh, a lot of like uh, people that were just fans of podcasts. They created like apps, third party apps mm -hmm. for for the, us, like to put like uh, RSS feed and get like notifications when um, like a new episode is out, you know. And there was even uh, podcast websites that were like charts, and that's mm -hmm, it. There was no yeah. iTunes, none of that, wow. none of that. Yeah. So it was pretty ghetto, man, back then, but. What I did, because, you know, I used to be a hip-hop promoter back in the 90s. I, uh, I used to go to the stores locally in Miami and just go, pass out flyers. Like, hey, listen to our show. Because I couldn't even say podcast. People were like, what the hell is that? You know, I know. So, <laughs> Rachel. Yeah. A lot of Rachels out there. Yeah. yeah. So, so you see a lot of you see a lot of gamers lined up. And I'll be like, hey, listen to our show. I'll interview them. They get hype. And like, oh, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to tell my, my family. You know, Latinos spread the word. Like, hey, you're talking about my show. You know? So, yeah. yeah. But so wait, that's, that's, but that's so interesting. Because it's not only that you were one of the first ones to do podcasts. But then you're talking about game. Like, a Dominican gamer. Like, yeah, like yeah. tell me how that works out as well, wow. actually, my grandmother bought me an Atari 2600 in 1984 when wow. I was a little kid. Wow. For, actually, she just bought it, you know, for my cousins, you know, and I. And for Christmas, everybody got like a, a free, you know, mm -hmm. Atari, you know. Right. So I was like, oh, snap, that's cool. So that was my first video game console. Right. So then um, we moved to the Dominican Republic. And uh, I had a lot of Super Nintendos, a lot of uh, consoles, Sega Genesis at that time, too. So I was like, Mom, I want to start a business. Can we rent an office in San Francisco and then DR 
and I'll, I'm going to charge people per controller for them to play oh, my wow. games. Wow. Yeah, so at that time, we used to call it a Super Nintendo Club or something like that. Back uh, then. What? So I was actually the first person in DR to start it, the whole business with that, you know, in DR. And then you see everybody traveling to the city. They copy me. They take it back to the city. They of start course. Doing that's their what Dominicans <laughs> yeah. do. That's it. So I was like, you know what? It's all good. That's good. I, at least I planted the seed and it just went ran around, you know? But uh, so that's how I did it, man. Then the podcast, you know, um, in, actually years this is like in 01, um, I met X, uh, Xbox. They had like an event over here and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was there for 40 hours trying to win a, a free trip to Cancun. Didn't mm-hmm. win. But I, that event, I had a, a tape recorder and my video camera. So I started interview people there and start interview the, the people that made the, the systems mm-hmm. so they surprised us they gave us a free xbox i'm like oh snap yo 300 bucks for free what mm-hmm. so i went back home a week later they called us and they were like danny want you to come to the Times square we're gonna have a launch event um we're gonna have a lot of people there a lot of celebrities just come i'm like all right they wanted us to talk to the media about the console mm-hmm. so i get there you know towards us in Times square back in the days mm-hmm. you know, um, actually, that store wasn't even open yet. They had to get permission from the city of New York to open it just for that event. Wow. So I got there, and they had no idea what the hell was going on. So they were like, all right, look, you guys are going to play with Bill Gates. Don't say anything. What? Don't pass your resume to him. Oh, you my know? God. <laughs> but uh, you guys are going to be playing with him, and the media is going to ask you questions. And so that inspired me to start a show. I was like, man, I got to start a show. This is this is crazy. Was you know? he good? Yeah, he wasn't that good. Okay. He, was not, <laughs> he was not that you good. You can say it now. Like, but nah, he, he, was, he was cool. He was cool, you know, joking around and everything. He what was game a, did you play with him? It was like a party game. Part, I can't remember the game. Pac-Man? Uh, no, it was not Pac-Man. <laughs> it was Tetris. not Pac-Man. I think it was called Fusion Friends. It was like a racing party game, you know, right. for family and stuff. You know, he can't, he can't play Grand Theft Auto in front of people. Right, you know, of course. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, yo, you want to play for money? Come on, yeah. let's go. <laughs> yo, for $10 million, let's go. Let's do this. All or yeah. nothing, Gates. Let's go. Yeah. Let's talk present time because obviously you have so much experience in podcasts. Mm-hmm. How has it evolved from your point of view? Because you are from the beginning. Like now, it must be like now, like like I said, now everyone's talking about podcasts and you're like, duh, I was uh, you know, ahead of the curve. Yeah. How, do you, how have you seen it now evolve on the business end of podcasts? Yeah, well, you know, iTunes was the first uh company that uh, apple started doing this like adding the music service and podcast right so you go to the you go to the store there's more than just music there now there's talk radio podcast and all that and now a lot of other companies are doing the same thing spotify google just re-released uh, a yes. new app now you know mm-hmm. and uh pandora i think they've been experimenting here and there so that that's cool so it is opening the doors like i, I tell people this like yeah, this YouTube is cool and all, but that's only one platform. Podcasts is in many platforms. So there's people that don't have iPhone. They could go and listen through Spotify or That's what I do. Google. I'm an Android. Hey, I'm Android too. Hi. Hey, high five. <laughs> they tease me. They tease me for that, but I like that we're both. But you know what? At the same time, like <laughs> when podcasters shouldn't, podcasters shouldn't say like, oh, listen to my show on, on iTunes. It's like, yo, there's a whole crowd that don't have iTunes. So how are they going to listen to your show? Mm-hmm. You know, So that's a cool thing. What are, go, oh, go ahead. No, right. no, I no, wanted to get right. into this film. Oh, yes, yes. So you have a film in the Dominican Film Festival. Yes. It's called Gamertag Radio, a podcast story. Mm-hmm. So tell us, what is it about? It's uh, it's about my life, like how I started. Because the thing is, I want to educate a lot of Latinos about podcasts. Like, you know, my dad still to this day, he doesn't know what, what I do. 
You know, he, he's like, I'm so proud, man. I'm proud of you, man. But I don't know what you do, but I'm My parents always yeah, say, yeah. like, Ay, Rachel has a radio show tonight. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. it's not. I don't just call it a radio show. Yeah. Sigue hablando de Atari. Hablando de Atari. But I really, I really want to educate them because as a podcaster, I hope, like, our industry will help our, our business to grow, listeners, you know. Um, I'm, I'm like, I'm happy to see Univision getting involved, you know, mm-hmm. doing the whole podcast stuff, you know. So slowly, slowly, you know. So that's the reason why I made the movie. And at the same time, I want to inspire people. It doesn't matter if they 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 don't listen to podcasts and want to play video games. I made it in a way that it's just inspiring, you know. So the struggle and what's going on now, present day with us and everything, you know. So it was cool. And uh, one thing that I forgot to mention that you know, a couple of years ago, three years ago, at podcast movement. That's a big, huge conference mm-hmm. that happens every year about podcasts. Everybody from the industry is there. Uh, they. Uh, inducted me to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's first Latino to be inducted. So, okay, that, so that's okay. huge. A podcast pioneer. But, yes, you know what yes. I mean. But that, that excited me because you know now I want more Latinos to, get, to also become podcasters or, or listen to podcasts. You know, support support you guys. You know, yeah. support us and for all of us to grow. You know, I don't see competition or anything like that. No, you know absolutely not. So, but yeah, that the the good thing about the Dominican Film Festival. I submitted it. I was like, I don't know if they're going to pick it or not, you know? So mm-hmm. they called me and they were like, Danny, I've never seen anything like this. This is I, I don't know what a podcast is. Mm. I want you guys to be part of our film festival. How we can make this happen? And we started talking and yeah, they uh, we're going to have a first screening on Friday, the 27th in the Heights. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. At the United Palace. The United Palace. I think I have different ones. They have a... Time, uh, in Times Square, AMC, yeah, and other locations and stuff. So I think it's like seven venues in total, man. So it's cool. It's it's an honor, you know, to you know to be with other filmmakers. That this is my first film, you know, what I'm saying yeah, and yeah. Uh, awesome. and just last week we got an award for the film at another film festival in, in Miami. I was like, wow, I was not expecting that. It's like you guys, I wasn't expecting yeah. that. Yeah, you know? that is great. But the yeah. more awards you get, then you can't be you can't be like I wasn't expecting. Yeah, yeah. That. I was like, <laughs> you have fifteen no. awards, man. Now I'm it's like, all right. Good project. No, I'm waiting now. Now I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sundance, anybody? I don't know. Yeah. Let yeah. me talk to the judges real quick. I, yeah. I gotta counter that. Yeah, but no, keep keep on keep on going with the podcast, man. Thank I'm, I'm you. very very proud, and it was really cool. It was a, the coolest moment, you know, giving you guys the award in Miami, man. That was. That was awesome. Like I said, you're never leaving here, bro. You're in yeah. my head for the rest. Like, I'm, we, I'm okay, I don't know if you heard the episode about the Thekla Awards, but like well, after up? we won, we we like personally each watched that video. I don't know, roughly 573 well, times each. I, yeah, like we got back to our crib and just throughout the night. As soon as we woke up, it was surreal. Like we woke up, we were like, "Oh my god, we won last night!" Rachel's Rachel's phone was connected to the whole like speaker system in the house. Like in, the in, the, in the house, I wake up and I'm just hearing it like the whole like. And the winner is. I even remember the music playing during the That's funny. award. <laughs> That's funny. Wow. That's really funny. It was great. Well, listen, we continue to learn from people like you. So continue to do what you do. Thanks. Mr. Podcast uh, Hall of Famer. Hall of Fame. Like that Gracias. is phenomenal. Yeah. A Dominican yeah. podcaster. Yeah. And wow. for the people that like Rachel that are like, you know, don't know about podcasts that much. Where can Here we, we find where Here can we, we find the podcast that started it all, your podcast? Now? Uh gamertagware.com and uh you go. We're everywhere. You could search us on Spotify, TuneIn Radio. Uh, you you know, need to have Jamie on the show. He plays video games. Yeah. Uh, what video games do you play uh, specifically? Um, 
I play everything. I well, I said Pac Man, right? Yeah. Uh, All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're more old school, or like no? Nah. I like the like the Uncharted type games. Oh, Uncharted. Yeah, yeah, I like games like that where yeah. you like. I don't like the games where it's first person because I want to see the the body. I okay. want to see what I'm controlling. Right. More of a view. No, I want to see. Yeah, I yeah. want to see what I'm controlling. When I first person, I just I get like paranoid. I'm like, wait, are these my hands? Like you only see the hands. <laughs> yeah. You don't know who's back. You don't know who's behind. I don't know who's behind. Yeah. I get all paranoid. Uh, <laughs> well, let me know if you ever do yeah. anything like for Dance Dance Revolution because that's like my shit. Oh, yeah, there I'm you go. really good. That's a video game that counts. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's oh, a, wow. right. Oh, Just Dance. That's a the, Just Dance. That's more now. Yeah, that was yeah. a little older. <laughs> well, I haven't I haven't played it in a while, but it's I'm good. Rachel, you're embarrassing. Us. It's all good. I don't play it's video good. games. My husband does. He does all that stuff. It's all good. It's all good. The headpiece and all that stuff. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast, Thanks. Danny. Thanks for having me on. And we'll support your movie. Hopefully, Thanks. one of us can go check it out. I don't know. If yeah. I, I'm gonna try. But yeah. um, for everyone else interested in going to see it, where can they get tickets or more information? Uh, go to dominicanfilmfestival.com. Uh, all the information is there. All the venues, and also if you can support other, you know, other filmmakers that have their movies uh, mm-hmm. around the city of New York and stuff too, man. And I believe they're also traveling in uh, different uh, cities uh, later this year. I think they're going to like LA, Miami, other places nice. stuff. Yeah, so, and also Dominican Republic too. They're going to have over there too. Nice. So. That yeah. is huge, guys. Yeah. We have film festivals, we have honorees in the Podcast Hall of Fame. Dominicans are deep in the streets right now. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right, well, that wraps episode 30. Thank you, everyone. Thank you to our live audience. Yeah. I like this live audience. They Me were, too. They are they live. Were they were very, they were yeah, they're awesome. And make sure to check out our socials because we're going to be doing a special giveaway from a special makeup company who's in the audience right now. Oh, and she's got giveaways for you, ladies. Baga wants to know if you have any um, man mes- man cosmetics. She got. She told me she got toe makeup, right? You got toe makeup? Because <laughs> Rachel always talk, talks about my hairy toes. No man makeup? Nope, just for the ladies this time. All right. All right, well, stay tuned to our socials at We Are Latinos Out Loud. On Instagram, on Twitter, we're at Loca Ibago. And on Facebook, at We Are Latinos Out Loud. Quick shout out to Curly from Pero Like. Yes. Featuring Frank in there and giving us a big, yeah, big shout Frank. out on, on the video. So you could go check that video out on Pero Like. But thank you so much for the shout out, Curly. We love you. We love you, Curly. And we love our listeners. We Continue too. to leave us reviews, slide in our DMs, and let us know what you think of the show, what you want to hear, who you want to see, especially who you'd like to see interviewed on this show. Um, we want to hear your feedback. And on that note, we out! Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Oye, mijo, ¿qué show es ese que están escuchando? Tremenda Vaina. Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. 
There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.